to Karate Kid Master Dojo. This is Master Craig. Hello, everybody. How you doing today? Hey, in case you're joining us for the first time, I am Senior Master Craig Greca. I'm a sixth-degree black belt in the Universal Martial Art, a fifth-degree master in the Taekwondo Martial Art, and also a brown sash in Kung Fu, and I've been training in two, two or three years in Kabuto Weapons. And I'm here today to discuss the teachings and trainings inside the Karate Kid universe, including the Cobra Kai Netflix series. Now, today's example is brought to us by the Karate Kid Part 3. When uh, Daniel asked Mr. Miyagi how to sweep, then uh, Mr. Miyagi goes and gets a broom and begins to show Daniel how to use a broom. Now, it's not clear because Jessica laughs on whether, he, on whether um, Mr. Miyagi was going to show him a martial art reference to the sweeping or he was being literal about teaching him how to use a broom and making fun of the request. So because uh, Daniel got mad and stormed off, it wasn't clear as to whether or not he misunderstood him or not. But anyways, um, today's topic is clear the floor, clear the floor. Now, a little, uh, little recent history on this. Um, over the past couple weeks, I've been doing a demo in the new studio in Michigan, and part of that process has been taking down the drop ceiling. Now, as a result, there was a lot of debris from the ceiling tiles and insulation that had to be picked up and put in bags for the construction dumpster. In fact, I think that my wife Kim and I filled about 75 or more garbage bags to clear that floor. Now, this is a dirty job, but it's a necessary part of new construction of the new studio. Now, um, after the floor was all cleared, uh, one of my uh, former students came by to pay me a visit and was commenting about how clean it was and how it looked like a martial arts studio. And I said, you should have seen it a couple weeks ago, because it did not look like that. So um, the work task for clearing the floor is uh, broken down into several steps. Uh, first, you have to pick up the big debris first, okay? Um, for the ceiling tiles, we had to break them into pieces, okay? Uh, we stuffed it into trash bags, and then we lined them all up for uh, the construction dumpster. Um, sometimes I would even, um, maybe it's because the martial artist in me, but I would uh, pre-break a whole bunch of the ceiling tiles into pieces and piles and stacks. And then what I would do is that I can run by and just take the, um, the um, garbage bags and fill them up real quick. So um, this is uh, considered a dirty job, okay? I say it's a dirty job, but someone's got to do it. You know, um, one of the things we did as well to help out with this is we used a wheelbarrow to save um, our bags. So um, I put the uh, bags into a wheelbarrow and then wheeled them out to the construction dumpster. And the same with the, uh, with the insulation that was uh, stacked up in piles as well. Um, I lined everything up to make it easy to fill. So basically, um, when you do stuff like that, um, you're organized. Um, it helps you sometimes to be productive. Um, I filled a 30-yard dumpster 
in just uh, one day. So a lot of people say that's uh, pretty impressive. Uh, it's mostly because I was prepared for it, and um, I was. Um, it made it easy for me to stack it up. So um, I did a quick job. Now, um, <clears throat> jobs like this, um, clearing the floor, as I said, is um, it's not a. Um, it's kind of like busy work or a dirty job. Uh, some people kind of think that some people should just go ahead and. Uh, clean up for them so they don't have to do the big stuff. You know, a lot of times that happens these days. You watch um, uh, HGTV shows and, and you see the designers and the main cast, you know, whether it's Chip and Joanne Gaines or, um, you know, the Property Brothers or something like that. You see these guys and they're, you know, their hair is perfect and, um, and um, you know, they're, they're, they're showing them do a little bit of it, but they, they aren't doing all of it. Okay, because if they were doing all of it, you get messy when you when you're doing construction. You get messy when you're doing home projects. Um, so um, a lot of times they only show the highlights because you can't show a 12-hour day um, on a TV show that's a half an hour or hour long. But anyways, uh, moving right along, um, the martial art practice, the martial art practice for clearing the floor. Um, is broken up, in, as we said before, into two stages. We have the physical training and also the mental martial art training. Now, in the physical training today, um, since um, uh, I, I'm talking about the knife hand strike. Now, when you do the knife hand strike, you want to make sure you use your lower arm and your upper arm in the motion, as well as a weight shift. Um, I use this a lot. The reason why I picked this one today is because for the ceiling tiles, I was uh, I had a glove on and I was I was chopping everything with a knife hand strike to break it up into pieces for the um, for the garbage bags, the ceiling tiles. Um, but I recommend at home for your physical training that uh, your martial art training that you do uh, ten on the right arm and ten on the left arm for the knife hand strike. As I said, the basic components and this this is this is so very basic, but yet some martial arts just don't get it. You have to use your upper arm and your lower arm, and that includes your shoulder, in the knife hand strike. You can't just simply use the lower arm, okay? So it can't just be a tricep extension. It has to be the whole thing. Also, too, you need a weight shift. And some people say, why do you need a weight shift for? Why can't you just be a mid-shift? Well, the thing it is is that most of the time when you're trying to attack someone, you have to enter their personal space. So when you enter their personal space, you have to have a weight shift, otherwise you're not going to hit anything. And you're not going to hit anything with any considerable power. So, for your at-home martial art training, try 10 knife hand strikes on both hands. Now, there's also another punch that we do. It's called the down punch. Okay. Now, this is just basically our basic inward punch or straight punch, uh, but done punching downward. Okay. Now, you would use this if someone was... Uh, already on their knees or bent over because you kicked them, then you could use the down punch. Now, I, the reason why I picked it today is because I was using the down punch to break ceiling tiles. So I would chop them into four slabs and then have eight together, and then I would punch using a stronger technique to be able to, uh, to break the pieces up. So the down punch can be done, any punch that you do can be done at a downward angle, okay? And you should try it. Practice it that way sometimes. Try and punch... Um, 
from your shoulder, from your shoulder, not from your, not from your waist, and punch down uh, towards your waist. So you're using your shoulder muscles still. And do 10 punches with the right hand and 10 punches with the, with the left hand. Um, also, too, um, another martial art movement today is the foot sweep. Now, the foot sweep is a good one uh, because we use these to kind of gather up the, uh, the tiles. And uh, a foot sweep is nothing more than a crescent kick, okay, in our martial art. Now, a crescent kick can be done using the inside edge or the bottom of the foot. And it's done lower than usual to knock your opponent to the floor. Now, this can be done right at the ankle. It can be done at the shin level, the knee level, or sometimes even at the uh, thigh level, okay? Now, um, as far as being able to trip someone up, um, that really depends on their weight shift. If their weight's shifted, a lot of times closer to the ankle works better, okay, because there's less give. Um, the thigh does pr provide a nice big charley horse for an opponent, and the knee, of course, does an immeasurable amount of damage, especially if you're um, trying to defend yourself. Um, so that's not recommended. The knee is not recommended for people that you know personally, uh, but for, for bad guys and for strangers that are trying to do you harm, you know, nothing's left off the table. Now, <clears throat> the last, and of course, this low crescent kick, you can practice 10 on right leg and 10 on left leg. The last one today for the martial art physical training is the downward side kick. Okay, now I use this one for more stubborn breaking material. In fact, I used it yesterday to bend the um, a downward side kick to bend the um, drop ceiling metal. Okay, so I was uh, kicking down with the with the side kick. I tell you, martial arts really helps you when you're doing construction, especially in demo. And you watch too, and you watch these uh, housing shows that we mentioned earlier. Um, there's always someone trying to do a karate kick or uh, a karate uh, punch or a karate dive through uh, the wall. It's always it's always fun to watch because they I love it when they do that stuff. You know, especially uh, uh, Chip from uh, Chip and Joanne Gaines. Uh, he's always trying something stupid that's funny. So, but anyways, the downward side kick is just a side kick done with a downward angle. And it's, uh, of course, used for more stubborn breaking material like wood or metal or whatever. So, but always be careful. You know, um, yesterday I had gloves on when I was doing stuff. And uh, I missed my glove and scratched my uh, inside of my wrist a little bit. But, so that happens. Now, <clears throat> the mental martial arts training. We've been talking about this more and more. I used to kind of group it with the martial art practice altogether. But we separate this out so that we uh, do as much mental training as we do physical training. Um, we were talking about doing busy work today. Okay. Now, doing busy work takes discipline. Okay. I was just at a uh, martial art belt exam last Monday uh, with my friend. And uh, I was uh, examining the students and they were, they were asking the kids questions at the end of the test. And one of the things that um, they asked was, what's discipline? Okay. And one of the kids had a nice canned answer um, that he kind of led them to. But it's true. And discipline is doing something even when you don't want to do it. Okay. So discipline is 
doing something even when you don't want to do it. Okay? And that's a lot of busy work and dirty work, like clearing the floor, um, is like that. You know, when you do busy work like that, whether it's busy work for school, you know, a uh, teacher wants to teach you how to do a math problem and they make you do 30 of them in order to learn, and you can figure it out in the first five and you're wondering why you have to do the other 25, it's busy work and it takes discipline to do it. Okay, but the teacher wants you to do it so it becomes more automatic. Okay, um, so discipline is doing something even when you don't want to do it. Okay, now this applies to martial art classes too. Okay, sometimes you don't want to take class. You're like, I've been there a lot, I've seen all the decorations there, I've seen the belts, uh, I've seen the instructors, I've seen the, the people, and like all of a sudden they have some silly reason why they don't want to do it. You know, having discipline is showing up, showing up to class each day, showing up to church each week. That takes discipline, okay? And uh, that's, that's important because a lot of times you find out that you can be your worst enemy when it comes to that kind of stuff. So by making a dedication and discipline to, to it, a duty, you, um, you achieve more because you find out that when you got out of the house and went to church, or you got out of the house and went to class, that you ended up having a lot more fun. And I've heard this from parents so many times. My kid was complaining that he didn't want to come to class today, but once he gets here, he has a great job. He has a fun time. You know, so it's like, sometimes you have to get over the hurdle of yourself, okay? And that's what parents uh, help their kids to do, is to, is to get over that hurdle. Now, going back to our dirty jobs um, philosophy, um, I truly believe, and this, this, is, uh, this is, should be true for everyone, but that no job is beneath anybody, okay? So whether it's a dirty job or it's a very pristine job, no job is beneath anybody, okay? Um, and to also, as a martial artist, we talked last week about working on your worth ethic. Well, work on your discipline. Okay, work on your discipline, okay? Whether you just finished a pattern and you're holding your stance with your guard up, looking straight ahead, or whether you're holding a stretch as far as you can and it's uncomfortable, you have to work on your discipline, okay? Um, as far as the, a, a hint on discipline, a lot of times it's just the hurdle of getting started. So I always say start small. Okay, um, like start small. Like if there's a job you don't like to do, um, start small. Start doing one thing, pick up one thing, and put it away. Then pick up another thing and put it away. And momentum will help you to do the rest. Okay, so work on your discipline as a martial artist. Now, um, there's one more thing I wanted to touch on as far as the no job is beneath anybody thing. Okay, because this is this is really getting to the meat of a little bit like about people's responsibilities and so on and so forth. Like, um, like for example, um, you know, uh, now that the uh, COVID has been uh, more under control, their concerts are coming back up. You know, musical concerts, and um, some of the musicians are still uh, still uh, have a little bit of COVID symptoms and. 
uh, some of the shows are out and some of the musicians are out of practice. And I was just thinking the other day, um, uh, they had the, uh, the band Korn and the, and the band Kiss here in Michigan recently. And, uh, you know, I was thinking to myself, they have to do show after show every night, you know, when they do these tours. And people always think it's so glamorous, so glamorous, that they have to go out there and work. Think about it. You know, like, I want to be a rock star. You know, and like, you know, you have to have musical talent and you have to be able to sing, for one. And then you have to be able to do the work. You know, you have to go out there and perform night after night after night. Okay. Now, I believe in this example that um, the band Korn, um, I heard this on the radio yesterday morning. The band Korn, the uh, lead singer or something like that, was undergoing breathing treatments for the last bits of COVID that he had or something like that. So he, in between sets, he was going into the locker room and getting breathing treatments so he could sing better. And as a result, he just didn't sound good and the band didn't sound good. Um, and people were kind of mad that, they, that the show was so bad. So... Um, me, just because I'm in front of people and I, I know how it is to be at your best in front of people, like uh, performing wise or talking wise or having a good, uh, you're right on the money today as far as talking and, and your voice and, and everything like that. It's hard. It's hard. So every, the reason why I'm bringing up the rock star mentality is because people always think it's so dreamy to be a rock star, you know? And what they're really saying is they want just the fame after the show so they want the fame after the show or, or when the show's not happening they want that fame where everybody wants to meet them everybody wants to see them everybody wants to hug them and all this other stuff like this and, and uh, signatures and everything they like the rock style the rock star style like of life and that style is a lot like a prince or princess mentality you know they don't want to have to do the work. They don't want to have to live the standard. They don't want to develop the talent. They just want to reap the benefits. Okay? And that's why I said no job is beneath anybody. Okay? Doesn't matter what your lot in life is. No matter what your lot in life is, you have to make the best of your situation. You know? Do your job. Do your work. Be happy about it. And hold those uh, dear to your heart. Okay? So maybe you got a little bit more philosophical there, but I just wanted to make that point because the whole thing about no job is beneath anybody just really sticks with me, you know, because uh, I've done all kinds of different jobs in my life and uh, I have respect for everybody and every job and every lifestyle. And um, just to wrap up here, um, remember that. Um, we're here, we have, every week we have a technique of the week that we're working on. Today's technique of the week is the UMA chop. The UMA chop. Now this is nothing more than a knife hand strike done downward, okay? And I call it the UMA chop because, you know, I get tired of calling it the karate chop all the time. So the UMA chop is something that you can do. We do that sometimes with boards to be fun. Put a board on a, on a couple bricks and then have the kids uh, do a UMA chop, okay? And that's a lot of fun, or a karate chop, okay? Now, the secret phrase of the week is dirty job. 
jobs, dirty jobs with Mike Rowe. So I thought that'd be fun to, to say today. Um, and then remember that um, in, in order to fully learn any kind of martial art, you have to unlearn your misconceptions about what constitutes training. Okay? Uh, for example, uh, me doing the clear the floor, my shoulders hurt so bad, you know? And they spent a long time recovering. And you think that shoulder strength is good for punches and blocks? Yes, it is. It's very good. So that's why you have to unlearn your misconceptions about what constitutes training. Do a little bit of work and go back and reinforce it with your martial art training. Okay? So um, don't forget, uh, Secret Phrase can still get you... Uh, uh, we're getting new t-shirts, by the way, soon. So we're looking forward to it. And they're going to be the Karate Kid Master Dojo t-shirts, part two as well as all kinds of other merchandise. And remember that we're here every week learning martial arts through everyday work, thus creating life around you, increased productivity, and a better world. I hope that you enjoy the rest of your day and the rest of your week. This is Karate Kid Master Dojo. This is Master Craig. Take care, everybody. Have a great day. Bye-bye.